Welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for Audiobook News, read from Audiophile Magazine. My name is Sarah. Today we're going to start straight off with historical fiction title reviews. Joan, a novel of Joan of Arc by Catherine J. Chen, read by Hannah Morrish. Hannah Morrish's staggering performance as Joan embraces Chen's wonderful novel. We all know the story of Joan of Arc, the French teenager who led the Dauphin's army to victories before being burned at the stake as a heretic. Morrish is English, not French, but it doesn't matter a whit. Her mastery of expressing class and emotion is stunning. Joan, who is taller than most men, becomes a scrappy fighter to defend herself against her abusive father, and she is fiercely loyal to her older sister. Morrish adopts an accent for Joan that incorporates her unsophisticated background and finds pacing that exhibits her passion and warrior soul. She also develops a plethora of character voices for soldiers, townspeople, and noblemen. The Dauphin's ambition to be king in spite of his lack of leadership qualities is clearly apparent. It's available from Random House Audio, 14 hours long, unabridged. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-059-360-5967 for 22.50. Books on Tape as the Library Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-059-360-5974 for $95. Haven by Emma Donahue, read by Aidan Kelly. Aidan Kelly's performance expresses the complex emotional experiences of three monks who are seeking solitude on a deserted island. Set in 7th century Ireland, this work of historical fiction follows three monks who feel called by God to make a spiritual haven set apart from the temptations of the rest of the world. As time passes, their leader, Art, becomes more and more insistent about their calling, while Cormac and Trian slowly fill with doubt. Kelly's Irish accent takes us to another place and time, and his narration perfectly captures the rising tension as the monks attempt to rid themselves of anxiety and fear while trying to survive with little more than the clothes on their back. It's available from Hachette Audio, eight and a half hours, unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-166-860-5660 for 2698. Singing Lessons for the Stylish Canary by Laura Stanfill, read by Graham Halstead. Graham Halstead performs this audiobook as if he is conspiring with the listener. He delivers the galloping historical novel, predominantly set in France, with just the right pace and intonation. His tempo works well for the many characters in a story that moves from small-town France to New York City, Music runs through the text as well, as the family business of Henri Blanchard is crafting serenettes, small hand organs, that are used to teach male canaries to sing. The author writes stylishly, paying attention to period details, and tosses in a dollop of magical realism. Henri's father, a master craftsman, is dubbed the Sunbringer, and Henri himself can bring the dead back to life. This debut novel is fine and a fun listen. It's available from Blackstone Audio, 10.25 hours unabridged. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 979 for 19.95. Also available as CD or MP3. 
Blackstone Audio has the Library Edition Digital Download, ISBN 979-820-091-2902 for $59.95, also available as CD. Horse by Geraldine Brooks, read by James Fowey, Lisa Flanagan, Graham Halstead, Catherine Littrell, and Michael Obiora. Five talented actors honour Geraldine Brooks's fine new historical novel with unique and complimentary performances. Inspired by the actual record-breaking thoroughbred Lexington, the story takes place in the 1850s, 1950, and 2019. James Fowey gives the enslaved groom, Jarrett, an affecting blend of defiance and devotion, and performs slave owners with a telling superiority. Graham Halstead's mix of approachability and abruptness reveals the kindness and fragile social standing of Thomas Scott, the horse's portraitist. Lisa Flanagan's breezy energy offers a vibrant portrait of Martha, a 1950 gallery owner. Michael Obiora offers poignant determination as Theo, a Nigerian-American art historian. And Catherine Luttrell gives Jess, a Smithsonian scientist, forthright exuberance that charms. Together, they create a gripping, memorable, and thought-provoking American tale. And narrator James Fowey says, So many narratives dealing with slavery focus on the violent exploitation of black bodies for the profit of masters. Jarrett's story focuses on something less often admitted, the violent exploitation of black intelligence, skill, and spirit. It's available from Penguin Audio, 14 hours long, unabridged. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-059-355-2933 for 22.50. Books on Tape has the Library Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-059-355-2940 for $95. And now we take a look at the In the Studio feature. In this month's edition, Audiophile spoke with the production team at Podium Audio. That's Tamara Marston, casting, Larry Powell, associate producer and casting director, Maggie Silver, creative producer and head of marketing, Emily Durr, executive producer, head of production, Dr. Rebecca Hall, author, and DeWanda Wise, narrator and executive producer, about creating the audio drama Wake. Audiophile. Tell us about how you went about casting the narrators for Wake. Tamara Marston. DeWanda Wise was a very quick choice from the get-go. I followed her work, loved her interviews, and we knew how much she could bring to this important project. From her first moment at the mic, she embodied the intelligence and integrity, the fierceness and compassion and the gravitas needed to do justice to Dr. Hall's epic achievement of bringing this history to life. Larry Powell. I sat in silent meditation quite a bit as I was putting together lists for the various roles of Wake. I had to take an instinctive and spiritual approach to imagining the alchemy of this ensemble. Each potential actor required depth and range to play characters across generations, societies, cultures, and regions, and as an ancestor of enslaved people myself, I found it a deeply emotional process to invite fellow ancestors to play the roles in this work. Audiophile. What were the challenges of turning this graphic novel-slash-memoir into an audiobook? Maggie Silver. Neither we, Podium, nor Dr. Rebecca Hall wanted to port the graphic narrative into a listen-along audiobook format that would accompany the graphic novel. 
Instead, we embraced the challenge of developing an original audio work that delved deeper into Rebecca's life story, drawing upon elements of a graphical narrative to create a wholly original audio work that aimed to complement the gorgeous synergy between Rebecca Hall's words and Hugo Martinez's illustrations. Dr. Hall's intimate involvement was the ultimate gift to this audio project. However, the creative development process presented all Wake collaborators with myriad challenges. Playwright and screenwriter Tyler English Beckwith requested that Dr. Hall record lengthy voice memos detailing her childhood and education, and most important, the lifelong journey that led her to her creating the graphic narrative. Understandably, it was extraordinarily emotional for Dr. Hall to recall specific traumatic memories and to unearth emails, texts, and documents such as the racist lesson plan she was mandated to teach. To accompany her voice recordings, thanks to Dr. Hall's bravery and tenacity, the emotional journey that underpins the audio drama was fully realized in the creative development process and set the stage for attracting top acting talent to the project, starting with the ebullient Dewanda Wise. It should also be noted that Dr. Hall also served as the natural dramaturge of the audio work. Painstaking efforts were taken to ensure the historical accuracy of depicted scenes on the page and in production. For example, it became apparent that hiring an accent specialist, the talented Erin Nicole Washington, was essential in helping many cast members portray regional African accents and dialects instead of pan-African accents. And in avoiding stereotypical accents that perpetuate an inaccurate portrayal of how enslaved people spoke in American cities, Emily Durr. It was also a challenge to clearly signal the time transitions throughout the piece without creating a stilted or illogical listener experience. We didn't want to overwhelm the listener with overproduction. Rather, we wanted to give a sonic shape to each physical scene while leaving room for Dewanda Wise's emotionality, Tyler English Beckwith's lyricism, and Jace Clayton's score. Audio file. Tell us about the music and sound effects and how they are integrated into the audio drama. Emily Durr. There were recurring themes in the sound design, such as the cyclical momentum and beat of waves that directly correspond to the musical themes of the piece. We aim to sonically portray the past washing up into the future, driving it forward. The future being inevitably tied to the past. The drum beat of change. We wanted to put that beat into the listener, so they can carry forward the momentum of Wake's message and story into their real life. Audiophile, what was it like to revisit the story of Wake in this new medium? What new audiences do you hope to reach through the audio format? Rebecca Hall. When my agent first presented me with this opportunity, I had no idea what an audio drama was. I listened to a few samples of the format and found the sound effects to be overwhelming. But the team at Podium pointed me toward other examples of a medium, and I began to understand how this medium and format can be quite nuanced and complex. I'm hoping people will just sit and listen and let the story wash over them. One of the things that was most surprising to me in the process of publishing the graphic narrative was how deeply young people connect with the material. I partnered with the Ida B. Wells Education Project to put together a curriculum for teachers to use to teach the book to high school students across America. So I've been fortunate to observe many students who are learning about this history for the first time. I was amazed at how engaged all of the students were, and I've come to learn it's because they knew they were being lied to. 
This country has been committed to the refusal of history. It's part of its DNA. I want this audio work to be another way into this material. I want it to help combat the erasure of history in young minds and help them gain clarity. Audiophile. Did you get to speak with Dr. Hall, and if so, how did that inform your performance in Wake? Dewan Dewise. Yes, I had the opportunity to speak with Dr. Hall prior to recording Wake. On a technical level, Dr. Hall has a very specific vocal quality, and while I wasn't going for an imitation, it was important that I match that quality in an inconspicuous way. Additionally, speaking ahead of recording gave me a greater emotional and psychological understanding of what she'd been up against. Like the history she'd unearthed itself, her own personal history is still very much present, palpably so. It was a great honor to represent both her and her work. And now for a review of Wake, the Hidden History of Women-Led Slave Revolts, by Rebecca Hall and Tyler English Beckwith, read by DeWanda Wise, Shante Adams, Jerry Johnson, Bonnie Turpin, and a full cast. Opening with the film-like sounds of a gathering storm at sea and a group of captive African women staging a desperate battle for their freedom, this combined memoir-slash-audio-play-slash-graphic novel bursts with energy, inspiration, and little-known historical facts throughout. Based on Rebecca Hall's pioneering research into women-led slave revolts, the story becomes personal when Hall, portrayed with Berv by DeWanda Wise, insists that slavery should be taught as an integral part of American history. Subsequently, she is dismissed from teaching at prestigious law schools and universities until finally a high school class, played by the spirited ensemble cast, insists that the truth about black women unsung and unnamed must come out. History should always sound this alive. It's available from Podium Audio, 1.75 hours long. It's an audio program. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-103-940-2393 for 42.84. And now let's take a look at the Learning by Ear column. Starting off with Thomas Watkins' words, What's new? The audio titles we heard for this issue give new energy to the personal learning we've been promoting on these pages for several decades now. The insights and possibilities they deliver sound fresh and have awakened curiosity in me that was, shall we say, getting crusty. Of course, I'm not the only one tempted to disengage because of today's relentless change and opportunity overload. One or two generations ago, young people had more reliable views of themselves and the outside world their assumptions were stable, and they had a good idea about what they were doing with their lives. In the digital age, what we used to believe about work, health, our social standing, and our government feel shaky. As a result, so many of us are societal freelancers who are keeping our options open regarding how we will work, take care of ourselves, and connect with broader society. To live our best lives and not become stale or disconnected, staying informed and inspired is more important than ever. The broken constitution and dangerous rhythms are two riveting history lessons that provide needed perspective regarding today's political and class divisions. These exceptional audios are elevated by seamless performances, notable for the narrator's vocal confidence and engagement with their listeners. Another powerful production is Earthshot, performed by a diverse ensemble of high-impact narrators. 
Together, these voice pros and environmental notables create a soundscape that magically brings planetary survival back to center stage for me. Thank you, authors and narrators alike, for keeping me curious and engaged and helping to make life more manageable and enjoyable. Bon courage. And now for the reviews. How Minds Change. The Surprising Science of Belief, Opinion and Persuasion by David McCraney, read by David McCraney. Author and pop psychology blogger David McCraney gracefully explains how we acquire, hold and change our views With his appealing pitch, range, and palpable engagement with these issues, he creates an easy path for people to learn about the way our minds operate. His insights about how people form opinions remind us how subjective reality can be. We capture and make sense of what we experience through individualized and often fickle lenses. To change assumptions and beliefs people hold dear, McCraney shows why it helps to become curious about their passions, to connect with them at a deeper level rather than just giving facts. Vivid examples and the author's conversational performance make this a fascinating way to understand today's rampant political and cultural conflicts. It's available from Penguin Audio, nine and a half hours unabridged. Trade Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978-059-34573-37 for $20. Books on Tape as the Library Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978-059-345734 for $76. Earthshot, How to Save Our Planet by Colin Butfield, Johnny Hughes, Read by Johnny Hughes, David Attenborough, Christiana Figueres, and others. This timely call to action is narrated by a cast of talented voice pros, along with four notable conservation activists who read their own reflections and views. Co-author and British filmmaker Johnny Hughes narrates most of this audio with pleasing clarity and dignified passion. He explains how the Earthshot Prizes, initiated in 2019, will every year for the next 10 years identify, inspire, and support five conservation innovators and fund their ideas. Their projects will address global degradation in five areas, including air quality, the oceans, and the preservation of our planet's biodiversity. This powerful and well-organized message is made even more inviting by the alchemy present in this collection of performances. Each narrator sounds deeply connected to the urgency and optimism of this fight for our planet's survival. It's available from Hodder and Stoughton Limited, nine and a half hours long, unabridged. Trade edition, digital download for twenty-seven twenty-seven. Black Market, an insider's journey into the high-stakes world of college basketball. By Merle Code, read by James Shippey. Author Code is a former college basketball player who, as a recruiter of player representatives for Nike, saw firsthand how colleges exploited young athletes, often manipulating them to become part of the money-making machines that college sports have become. Narrator James Shippey's masculine voice and big city vocal personality work well to convey Code's perspective. As a shoe company marketing executive, the author says he often funneled money to student-athletes under the table, in no small part to redress their having been used and manipulated by college athletic departments without compensation beyond their scholarships. 
With his pitch-perfect phrasing and palpable empathy for the author's moral journey, Chippy's performance infuses Code's finely honed observations with pathos and dignity. It's available from Harlequin Audio, 8.25 hours long, unabridged. Trade edition, digital download for $28.51. The Broken Constitution by Noah Feldman, read by the author. Narrating his remarkable history of Lincoln's transformation of the Constitution before and during the Civil War, Noah Feldman sounds like a diligent and accomplished scholar. With his strong voice and clear enunciation, the Harvard Law professor emphasizes important points with vocal intensity that serves his writing well. Feldman says Lincoln took actions that broke the Constitution so that its founding principles would continue to hold the Federalist government together in the future. Though constitutional law may seem like an esoteric subject, the author's writing about Lincoln's thinking and actions is accessible and often spellbinding. Feldman's pro-level performance and grasp of the challenges Lincoln faced make this a must-hear for anyone interested in how the United States survived such a powerful threat to its continued existence. It's available from Macmillan Audio, a length of 11.25 hours, unabridged. Trade Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978-125-082-4356 for $26.99. Dangerous Rhythms by T.J. English, read by J.D. Jackson. Narrating this deeply researched account of early 20th century musicians and organized crime, J.D. Jackson's engagement gives his performance a you-are-there quality that is absolutely infectious. The swagger in his masculine voice sounds at home in the nightclubs and vice districts the author describes, but it's an understated swagger that doesn't seek attention as much as it respects the author's excellent work. Jackson empathizes with early jazz musicians like Fats Waller and many others who suffered bellicose club owners and violent crime bosses to express their art. These musicians feared mobsters like Al Capone, who the author says acted like plantation owners. It's a story not widely told, but worth knowing, by students of pop music culture, mobsters, and the resilience of black artists. It's available from Harper Audio, 15 hours unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-006-303-1449. For thirty-one ninety-nine, and more listening that's recommended includes the following titles: Rough Draft, a memoir by Katie Turr, read by Katie Turr. The MSNBC anchor reveals the intimate and surprising backstory behind her success. Available unabridged from Simon and Schuster Audio. Trade edition as digital download. I'd like to play alone, please. Essays by Tom Segura, read by the author. Curmudgeonly humor delivered with virtuoso timing and grace. Available unabridged from Hachette Audio, trade edition, digital download. Atlas of the Heart, mapping meaningful connection and the language of human experience. By Brene Brown, read by Brene Brown. The incredible power of talking honestly about our life experiences and ourselves. Available unabridged from Random House Audio, Trade Edition, Digital Download, Books on Tape as the Library Edition, also Digital Download. Unlocking the Keto Code, the revolutionary new science of keto that offers more benefits without deprivation. By Stephen R. Gundry, read by Stephen R. Gundry. 
an empowering nutrition guide available on a bridge from Harper Audio, trade edition, digital download. Finding Me, a memoir by Viola Davis, read by Viola Davis. How Radical Honesty Helped the Actor Love Herself and Find Her Purpose. Available on a bridge from Harper Audio, trade edition, digital download. Happy Go Lucky by David Sedaris, read by David Sedaris. More supremely funny writing and narration from the beloved humorist. Available unabridged from Hachette Audio, trade edition, digital download. Seven Rules of Power, surprising but true advice on how to get things done and advance your career. By Jeffrey Pfeffer, read by Zach Aylman. The unavoidable truth that taking control of your life gets results. Available from Dreamscape Audio, unabridged, trade edition, digital download. And that's it for me. Thank you for joining us for Audiobook News. My name is Sarah. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303-786-7777.